everyone, it's Maria here. And on behalf of Simon and I, I'd just like to thank you for checking out our podcast. Before we get into things, I just want to let you know that this is only part of our online mini service. To check out the full service and find out more about Everyone Church, head to our website at everyonechurch.com.au. Hope you can check it out and see the full service. But for now, let's get into the podcast. A few weeks ago, we started sharing on our values and what it is at Everyone Church that we hold dear. And we know we have lots of individuals and families who are taking the steps towards being planted in Everyone Church. And that is amazing. And we're so happy that you're on this journey with us. So we thought it'd be important for us to share these values. And as we get to know you, you can get to know us. And we've mentioned that although the church belongs to Jesus and has with it its foundational beliefs that will never change, Many local churches carry with them a unique DNA, and it is in that DNA we find their culture, what it is that they value. It's where the big church becomes the local church, and we are a new, local, pioneering church plant. So we're looking at answering the following questions. What is it that everyone church values? What do we hold in high regard? How do we do things around here? And we started with the first one, and that is... At Everyone Church, we follow Jesus. We pursue Him, His will, His word, His way, His glory. And Everyone Church is and always will be about pursuing Jesus and His glory with everything we've got. If we're to bring Jesus to everyone everywhere, which is our vision, it has to start with me, with you, with our homes. It starts there. And then last week we mentioned uh, a second value, and that is at Everyone Church, we lean in to faith friendships. We look to do life with friends. We lean into friendships, not just association. And you know, the church can become an association if we're not careful. And we don't want it to be that. We want to have friends in the faith. So if you missed it, check out the podcast. You can check our website for past services on demand. And I encourage you to, so you can keep up with what we're doing and really catch our heart in this. So today I want to share our next value. And it's super important. I know I say that every week, but this one is very, very important. And that is, at Everyone Church, we engage in discipleship. We dive into the intentional journey toward spiritual maturity. Our goal is to grow. Now, a couple of notes on this. What do I mean? What do we mean when we say the word discipleship? Because that word is actually never used in the New Testament, which is okay, because neither is the word Trinity, and there's a few other words that we use in common Christian vernacular that we that aren't mentioned in the New Testament. It's all good. But I want to just define it because it can be a bit ambiguous. So discipleship, it, it could mean, you know, in some churches they use it to refer to um, small groups, like this is my discipleship group. Or uh, maybe you can use it to describe a mentoring relationship, like this person is discipling me or I'm discipling that person. But What we're referring to when we say the word discipleship is the movement towards spiritual maturity, okay? Your pursuit of spiritual maturity, your pursuit. I'm talking to you. That's right, because it's not about someone else's pursuit on your behalf. No, no, no. It's about your journey. And there is no church program or structure that can force you to mature and grow. There isn't. You need to decide and start that journey yourself. 
the journey towards spiritual maturity. Now, what is spiritual maturity? Good question. Glad you asked. Uh, When we accept Jesus and he does the miraculous work of forgiveness and we are born again, we begin the journey of becoming more like him. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it says, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. There's a beginning. There's a beginning. There's a new beginning for those who belong to Jesus. And if there's a beginning, there must be an end. And that end is to become like him. And salvation is not just this tick box thing that we do and we never think about it again. No, no. It is a process of transformation. Okay. And it's an amazing journey. It's learning to think, feel, and act as a Christian, as Christ would. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 and 13, and we read this a couple weeks ago in our first value, but it says this, it's the Apostle Paul writing, he says, Dear friends, you always followed my instructions when I was with you, and now that I am away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear, for God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. What are the results of your salvation? Now, outside of having an eternity in heaven with God, which is a great result, amazing, an amazing gift of grace, the other results are growing to become more like Jesus. It's about displaying the fruits of the Holy Spirit in our everyday life. And what are those fruits? Well, we read them in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. The Apostle Paul says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. It is displaying Christ's character in my thoughts and actions. And as Paul said in Philippians, and we read it earlier, that we don't do it alone. God, by the Holy Spirit, gives us the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. So at Everyone Church, we engage in this journey of discipleship. The goal is to have Jesus in everything. Jesus in my thoughts and actions. Jesus in my responses. Jesus in my motivations. Jesus in my intentions. Jesus in my identity. Like how it says in Galatians 2.20, it says, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Jesus in everything. And there is so much we could say about spiritual maturity and growing in Jesus, about discipleship, and we will always be endeavoring to grow in Him. Uh, and, but I hope you catch the point here, that, and that is that the goal is to become more and more like Him. And we all need to start somewhere, right? It's like my son, Roger, who's one and a half, uh, he has been walking for a number of months now, and he's still finding his feet, you know, like he, he'll try out a new pair of shoes and he'll have to figure it out. And he's been doing this really cute thing lately where he goes into his brother Elliot's room and he climbs up on his little mini, mini armchair. We have like a mini Ikea armchair. And he climbs up on there and then he'll call out. 
mom, dad, mom, dad. And, and we'll come in and he'll be there on the armchair. So excited, look at me do a little dance. I'm on my brother's chair. I'm so excited about this. And that's cool because he's young, he's figuring it out and these achievements are amazing. But if he was like 15, right? And he was still finding his feet, well, Maria and I, as his parents, would be very, very concerned, right? Because we're, then we, we're looking at like a de developmental issue here. And it's the same with in our walk with the Lord, right? It's okay to be finding your feet. But if we've been like years on our journey and we're constantly struggling with the basics, like Bible reading and prayer and doing life in, in faith, friendship, and community. And well, well, then we have an issue, right? We have an issue, and that is a developmental issue, a maturity issue. And it is Maria and my goal and passion as pastors of Everyone Church to serve you and help you in any way we can to mature in the Lord. It says in Colossians chapter 1, verse 28, this is Paul speaking again. He says, Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggle with all his energy that he powerfully works within me. And that's how we feel. It's, it's our work to, by God's grace, present you mature in Christ. Mature. And it's not just because that verse says everyone like four times, which I still think is pretty cool. But this is why we engage in discipleship here at Everyone Church. We dive into the intentional journey toward spiritual maturity. Our goal is to grow. So the question becomes, how do we engage in discipleship? How? Well, how does this work out in real time? I kind of think of it like you have tools and then you also have tradies, okay? Now, I have a bunch of tools at my house, um, and I'm going to insert an epic montage, slow-mo shots of all the cool tools that I have. I've got a Makita drill. Look out. I've got this cool toolbox filled with all sorts of stuff that we got when we built our house. Oh, mate, it's epic. I've got cool screwdrivers. Mate, Whew, look out. I've got a lawnmower. I've got a whippersnipper. I've got a gurney. I've got all sorts of tools at my house that I can use to varying degrees to fix household issues. Like, ask my wife, I'm not completely useless, okay? Humbly, I think I'm a bit of a handyman, just being honest. Just humble brag. But there's always things that are beyond my ability. And even though I might have the tools to fix it, there are things that I need to call upon people to help me with. Usually I'd call my dad and he would say, cause he used to be a builder, he was a building supervisor for many years. And he would usually say something like, well, you need to call an electrician for that to help you. And, uh, and, and it's a bit like that in our Christian life. We have all sorts of tools. We've got things like the Bible. Now the Bible is more than just a tool. It's our foundation, it's our hope. We should be reading, listening. We should be doing all we can to get into the word because we, it is essential for growing in our maturity in the Lord. And, and we have other tools. We got podcasts and we've got worship music. We've got online sermons, online mini services, all sorts of things. But it's, in my experience, it's not just about the tools that we use but it's also about the tradies we call upon. 
So how do we engage in discipleship? What does this look like? Well, I don't know whether what does this look like is the best question. The better question might be, who does this look like in my life? Who is helping me grow? Let me tell you, God makes use of people to help me mature. Okay? He makes use of people in my life to help me mature. Let's read this in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 16. Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do His work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown by every wind of new teaching. We won't be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow, so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. It says that these are the gifts and this is the goal, okay? The gifts, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers, and the goal is to be more mature in Christ, to be more like Him. But remember that these gifts, they aren't just gifts, no, they are people, okay? They are people who have those gifts. So God is wanting to put people in your life to help you mature, okay? People help you mature. Discipleship is about the ones who don't know, seeking out the ones who do. It's about the person who doesn't understand the Bible, seeking out the person who does. It's about the person who doesn't know how to pray, learning from the person who does. It's about the person who doesn't know how to worship, learning from the people who do. It's about the person who doesn't know how to tell others about Jesus or the gospel, learning from the people who do know how to do that. You following me? So remember, Christianity is communal, which we mentioned last week. It's about being together in Christ. Our Lord is what the Apostle Paul said 53 times in his writings. My Lord, he only said once. Okay? So, I kind of see discipleship like we're all in like a rugby scrum together. Okay? It's like you're there you are side by side with your brothers and sisters in the Lord and you are engaging in the push toward victory. Discipleship is about the push toward progress and maturity. It takes discipline, it takes work, and it takes the help of others. That is why at Everyone Church, we engage in discipleship. We dive into the intentional journey towards spiritual maturity. Our goal is to grow, right? And in many ways, uh, values one and two kind of combine together to help form value three. We follow Jesus, we live in faith friendships, okay, and they combine together. And you know, non-faith friendships, they can kind of they don't need any specific directions, but good faith friends, they help us keep following the Lord and maturing in Him. And there's no better and no more exciting journey than growing and knowing Jesus better. 
I mean that. And so let's do it together. Let's do it together. Amen. Now, I want to just give a challenge to those of you who are listening to this and thinking, hey, I am mature. I am mature. I want to give a challenge to people who maybe, you know, you, you might not be feeling like you're the most mature Christian ever, but you've got a few runs on the board. Allow God to make use of you to help make other disciples. Okay? Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20, Jesus says, the, the Great Commission, he says, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So discipleship is about the ones who don't know, seeking out the ones who do know. And if you are someone who does know a thing or two about following Jesus, are you available? Are you available? And in many ways, your best disciple-making ability is your availability. Your availability. I just find it so funny how many mature Christians I've met, right? They'll skip out on church. They'll skip out on the gathering of believers, okay? And they'll cite reasons like, oh, I don't need that. I don't need, I don't need church every week to follow the Lord. I'm mature. I'm all grown up. You know, I'm, I'm a big mature Christian. Well, this is the thing. You might not need that. You might not need another service. I've been in like 100,000 church services, it feels like. I don't need another church service. But you know what? Someone else might need you to be available, right? And the pinnacle of maturity is the ability to serve another person. The ability to serve. And if you think you're too mature to be part and serve another, well, I really question your maturity. Don't confuse familiarity with maturity. Like just because you know all the back streets to and from church doesn't mean that you're a mature Christian. Come on. Now, if the Jesus that you're walking with only serves you and you don't serve others, well, I really challenge you, what Jesus are you following? Don't allow your view of discipleship to be put into a box. Oh, oh, I run a small group or I run a new Christian's course. No, 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 no. It says there in Ephesians chapter 4, we just read it in verse 16. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Listen, you have a special work that God wants to do through you, okay? You don't need to know it all, but you can help someone. Hey, if, if you're just a couple steps ahead, you can help someone follow those same steps. And you have a part to play in maturing yourself and helping others mature. And that is why at Everyone Church, we engage in discipleship. We engage in discipleship. We dive into the intentional journey towards spiritual maturity. We endeavor to grow. Our goal is to grow. So that is our third value. We follow Jesus, we lean into faith friendships, and we engage in discipleship.